Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Yo, yo. To the sports corner. Um, we're back. It's preseason's over with. No more preseason games. We got about 10 days, I think, till the season or something like that. Next Thursday. Um, yeah, the 9th. <clears throat> next Thursday. Um, so that's exciting. Um, but we got some injuries. Two big ones, I think. One of them's kind of meh. But we're just going to run through them here for you real quick. Just a quick injury update. Let you guys know where they're at. Um, first off, we'll get the little one out of the way. Irv Smith Jr. There was some hype around this guy. A late round tight end. I mean, there's a lot of hype usually around. People find their guy. They think it's their guy yeah. at tight end late. Or people um, think Kyle Pitts in the fourth round. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, Kyle Pitts has way more upside than Irv Smith, I think. I know, but, but just anyways. Still, just terrible. <laughs> um. He's going to be having surgery. They don't have a timetable yet on when he's coming back. He's going to miss no, the start of the yet. season. So probably if he was even on my board, he's off my board. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. And yeah. tight on that late, you can take a you can take a waiver on or just, you know, a risk on somebody else or yeah, whatever. Exactly. I'm not it's, it's whatever. I'm not looking for an injury, especially at the tight end position. No, they'll find you. There's yeah. no reason to go look for him. Yeah, 100%. Um so moving on from that, uh, Travis Etienne was probably the first, probably first impactful one maybe for fantasy. I'd say so. Um, <clears throat> for two reasons. One, people were drafting Etienne way too fucking early. Yes. Um, so those people kind of got saved in a sense. That's not Unless they already drafted. Unless they already drafted. Correct. <clears throat> then it was an even bigger mistake. Um, yeah. But it also impacts James Robinson. James Robinson obviously moves up the board. For some reason, people were drafting him later than they were drafting ETN, which made no sense to me whatsoever. Neither to me. I liked Robinson over it just just to go off of what he did last year. You can't throw that out. Right. And I mean, he's he's going to be at least the lead back with ETN more slated for pass catching duties, at least out the gate. You know, maybe initially, especially being a rookie, easing him into the game plan like that. So yeah. 100%. Um, but now James Robinson, I think, solidifies himself as an RB2 type caliber running back this year in fantasy. Yeah. Um, so he probably moves up to that fourth round guy. You know, I think he was going in like the late sixth, seventh rounds. Yeah, right around um, there. So it'll probably slate somewhere within the fourth round. Maybe some people jump up, and I saw one guy has him in his top 10 running backs now. I think that's asinine. Um, I know he had a great rookie the, year. Uh, I just don't see it. This offense is going to be completely yeah, I, different. I, I don't see it. That guy maybe, I mean, because it was his rookie year and how good he was, maybe he's like, hey, there's something here and he can hit, and which is possible. It could be that, but I don't think he'd be top 10, though, either. Uh, that's kind of... There's two reasons why I don't think so. One, Lawrence is going to be better than any quarterback that they had going last year. They had to run the football. Even though they yeah. were losing, they had to run the football. Yeah, for sure. Two, um, the, it's just a total different offense. And this offense that's coming in, they already told you that they don't have faith in Robinson by drafting a running back in the first round. That I do buy stock in, that yeah. necessarily they want to be more of a spread offense and you know they'd rather dump it off to the running back in the flat in space and let him go than hand it off to him which we've seen Urban Meyer do. Urban Meyer has had some 
tailbacks at Ohio State that were workhorses. Zeke. But he, right, Zeke, J.K. Dobbins, who we're going to talk yeah. about in a minute. Um, but he always has that, like, guy, that Curtis Samuel, you know, uh, Campbell. I mean, he always has that, like, Swiss Army knife guy, that Percy Harvin. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yep. Thank God we got Percy or whatever <laughs> Russell said. Um, so I just don't see James Robinson moving up that much on my board. No, I mean, if he's uh, there in the fifth round, I'm going to take him. But I like Robinson, but yeah, the fourth round's a little too steep of a price for me to I pay agree. for that. There's I would rather wait a round or two if possible. But yeah, I agree. Um, but moving on to the big one, I mean, I I think this one's the most impactful. The fantasy this year is J.K. Dobbins out for the season, torn ACL. Yeah. Um. I mean, he was slated to be the guy in Baltimore, the, the heaviest running team probably in the league. Definitely not probably, definitely in the league. I'd say um, so. It, it's going to impact quite a few people. I think it impacts Lamar Jackson. I think he maybe takes on a little bit more of a running role in the offense. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Gus, sure. Gus Edwards obviously moves up. I saw something today where a guy... They did, he did a mock draft and he took Gus Edwards. He had the first pick and I think he took him. He had like, um, was it the first? No, it was, he had the last pick. He had, he had the 12th pick and it end of the third round, beginning of the fourth round. He took Gus. I forget if it was the third or the fourth. It doesn't really matter. And I was like, my Lord, this guy was going to like I, the 12th and now we're just moving him up. Yeah. To be volume, honest, I don't like that. I, I like, I almost view him as James Robinson, maybe just a little less valuable as James Robinson. I, I'll, but I would I almost agree. put those two in kind of the same boat where like, yeah, I don't really want to draft him around the fourth round at all. That's still a little too high for me. Yeah, I'll I wait agree. a couple rounds before I grab him. But but yeah, you can't deny his value has skyrocketed yeah. now that <clears throat> Dobbins is going to be out because Gus Edwards isn't a bad back by any means either. No, he's not. And Gus always found himself to get some touches even when – Mark Ingram was there even when JK took over the role role last year. I'm Gus pretty was sure he involved. got the uh majority of the goal line touches yes. last year. He is a bigger back than, than yeah. DK or DK. Uh JK. Um DK <laughs> got is pretty big. On the brain. <laughs> yeah. Um interesting question. Fifth round, you're sitting there, you need a running back too. Are you taking Gus Edwards or James Robinson? You got them both on the board. Who are you taking? Man, that's tough. To be honest, though, just I'd probably I'd honestly almost lean more Gus just because I know that offense. It's I feel like it's a little more reliable of the volume you would expect him to get. And like you said, if Lawrence does end up being good, maybe that offense run goes away from the run a little bit more, which I think would impact Robinson more. But the Ravens offense, we know what it's going to be about. We know what's going to happen. I feel like Gus is more the like safe pick, I guess, out of those two. I 100% agree with you. 100%. I'm taking Gus Edwards over James Robinson if they're yeah. both there in the fifth round and I need a guy. Um, For that exact reason. We know Baltimore has a great defense. They're not going to be getting blown out where Lamar's going to have to throw it. And they do not deviate from their game plan. They run. No, they, run they run. They run. Um, We know it very well here. As Browns fans, they run the freaking football. Um, The other guy... I. I, I had mentioned, I think it impacts a few guys, the JK injury. I I think this is just another notch to kind of move up Mark Andrews on the rankings. Uh, yeah. They have absolutely. no wide receivers right now, and now they're starting running backs down. 
Um, I think that makes Andrews. Uh, I, I'm starting. I, I've seen him going like the fourth, fifth round, like that same area as TJ Hawkinson. I'm kind of okay with that now because I just don't know who else is there to get the football. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd agree. I think it does push up his value even more now with the wide receivers being out, Dobbins being out. I would put him right there too. Yeah. It's not a bad pick right there in about the fourth round. Yeah. Um. Anything? Any any other injuries you want to touch on? You got anything else? Anything small? I know Claypool had a little ding, but he they said he should be, be good. Yeah, he should be good to go. Um. I saw Carson Wentz got put on the COVID list. I'm interested. Um, COVID list. Yeah, supposedly okay. COVID-19. But I was thinking about this today, how we talked about how they said his ankle was going to be better or whatever. His foot injury was going to be better. And instead of the two to five week missed range, he was going to be ready for week one. And all of a sudden, the week before, they put him on the COVID list. I'm in, I'm, I was almost thinking, I was like, are they trying to hide the fact that maybe he's not 100%? They're going to let him rest by putting him on the COVID list? It I, could be, but... But what do they really gain by that? They don't get penalized for like well, this him is, being injured for like this is my maybe thought the first process. Four or five weeks. The fifty-three man roster is due tomorrow at four. I believe if you have a player on the COVID list, they technically do not hold a roster spot. Just mm-hmm. like if you place a guy, say right today, a guy got injured yesterday in the Browns game. Let's just say hypothetically, the Browns put him on the IR. If you if you were put on the IR before the start of the season before the 53 man cut you are out for the season okay so you don't hold a roster spot and you're out you're out for the season you cannot come back for this season um but that opens up a roster spot instead of cutting someone maybe you can hold on to them for a little bit and then you know past the deadline you can bring them back and decide give you a little bit more time to see somebody hmm. I, I don't know if the covid list is the same thing as that. Obviously, you're not out for the year if you're on COVID. That's why I was wondering right. if maybe it was just like a little. I could see around. it being similar, though. I could see it being similar where they yeah. wouldn't count, just because it it could pop up at any time. So, right. But I do like that. That makes sense in doing that. Do you have anybody in mind that they'd be like? I have no idea like, because I know T. Y. Hilton just went down. That, that my thought process was a wide receiver because T. Y. Hilton just got injured. Not really relevant to fantasy. I wasn't drafting T.Y. Hilton anywhere. No. Um, I think, uh, what's his name? Pittman is probably the guy you want in that offense anyway. If you I want a guy so. in that offense. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's if you I do. don't even want uh, Jonathan Taylor. I don't want any <clears throat> part of him. Maybe Nihon Himes. I'll take Nihon Himes late. He's about the only one I want, and that's because you could just get him late. Yeah. And PPR running back depth late, that's a solid pick. Yeah. It's kind of like Geo, like we talked about. Yeah. Um But other than that, yeah, that, that was the only thing I was thinking. TY just got hurt. Maybe they're trying to get a better look at these guys, but other than that, yeah. I don't think there was any other major injuries. Nothing really else out there. I mean, yeah. Dobbins and ETN are really the I think biggest two in terms of fantasy impact they have. Yeah, for sure. Drafts. Especially if you already drafted, that sucks. But now if you're about to draft in the next week and a half or so before um, the first game, it it shakes things up a little bit if you were doing some mocks just to see how, uh, just to see what the trends were. For sure. Um, yeah, if you drafted before the Dobbins injury, that sucks because somebody drafted him 100%. Um, and they somebody probably already took him in the third on top round. of that. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, this is why you always schedule your drafts for Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend. Trying to do them as late as possible. Um, but I think that's it for us. Um, we'll probably be doing. What did we say we were gonna do before? Like Saturday before Sunday's games. After, recap Thursday, <clears throat> we'll start doing uh, our preview for Sunday. Who we think you know has good matchups to start. Like kind of like flex position starts that yeah. you might be thinking about. Some flex appeal there. Some uh, um, yeah. Just our opinions. We're only technically experts um, because <laughs> we have a camera and a microphone. So um, we just play one on TV. Honestly, yeah. So other than that, I think that's all you need to look out for. We'll be doing those, and then we'll be doing our regular Monday or Tuesday. I don't think we've really decided yet whether we're doing Monday or Tuesday recap. No, we got we got some things in the works right now for that. Yeah, for sure. So just stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. I appreciate all the views and the comments. Visor, I'm looking at you. Comment on every video. Love it. Thank you. Appreciate Solid. you. Um, and we will see you guys next time. Good luck in your drafts. And kill it, all right? Deuces.